Hey Nick, how are you? Hey Martin, good afternoon I think we should say, because usually we say, always say good morning, don't That's we? That's true, so, we do, yes, good afternoon indeed. Doing a podcast in the afternoon for once. Yeah, it's dark it's and miserable time. as well. Mm. It's gone all cold and horrible here recently, Yeah, last couple of days. We've had some cold mornings, definitely, yeah. The heating's on, which is, I suppose it's November, so that's not too bad. Yes, yeah, I, well, the last day of October I put a tweet up because I was wearing shorts. On yeah, I saw that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny, yeah, and you helpfully sent me a picture of your co-working space last week with the sun shining. And yeah, yeah. Thanks for that, yeah. But then literally, yeah, last couple of days, brrr, it's gone cold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So how, how have you been anyway? You had a week off playing golf, didn't you? I had five days off playing golf, yeah, that was fantastic. Um, found a new favourite golf course in St. Melian. Um, it's down near Plymouth way. Uh, I think all, all four of us who played all agreed it's kind of probably the top golf course we've ever played. Wow. That's a, it was, uh, that's yeah, kind of like every hole took your breath away type thing. Here's the way it's kind of shaped into the valley and it's got trees either side and amazing water features and stuff. Um, yeah, it's really proper good golf course and they played, uh, European tour events there in the 80s. Oh, right. Uh, I was speaking to Gareth, the golf pro, about it, and apparently they stopped playing there because it was too tough. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get on? Was your round any good? It was, It was. yeah, it was not so bad, actually, considering all, all five, four of us, sorry, hadn't played there before. We all scored respectively, so we were quite chuffed, actually. Mm, good. Yeah. So. good. So how did your uh, liver hold up? Did you know, actually, it was okay because we played in the afternoon every day, um, and so we got back to our house or B&Bs at about five or six in the evening we were kind of all like of the opinion let's just get back shower and let's go straight out because if we sit down and have a sleep or something you know there's a risk we might not actually get back up yeah so having played golf and going getting ready quickly and then going straight out we were kind of tired going out anyway so we only stayed out and had an early night nearly every night so uh there were no mad sessions yeah. thank very yeah. civilized yes it was actually yeah yeah it's good though, because you don't want to be hungover, do you? And if you're doing it for five days, <laughs> what a nightmare that would be. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I thought we would drink more actually, because the golf was always in the afternoon, so we always had the morning to recover as well. If we uh, had, of course, yeah. Um, yeah, we're all actually quite rest- restrained and sensible. <laughs> <laughs> good, excellent. Yeah, what have you been up to them? Well, I mean, um, fun-wise, we went to Harry Potter World last week. Oh yeah, how was that? With it being half term, it was really good. Yeah, we had a really good time. So Lois is really into Harry Potter at the moment. She started to read the books. Um, a couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago maybe, and she's ploughing through them. She's up to book four. I think she's just finished book four, in fact. So she was well keen to go, and uh, yeah, we had a really good time. It's really good. Whereabouts is it? It's in Watford, so it's not too far away from us. Um, about an hour's well, less than an hour, quite a bit less than an hour. And um, that's up north, isn't it, Watford? <laughs> <laughs> Anything north of Watford? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> The thing that struck me about it, though, I mean, well, there's loads of things that struck me about it because it's really good to see, you know, all the bits and stuff that they made, especially the animatronics department where they made, made all these sort of moving um, sort of creatures and things. It's, it's fantastic. But the thing that, that I came away with was realizing how much wastage there is in these big films because there were things like this. Does this? Have you seen the films? No. <laughs> right. No. There's, there's one bit where it's like a massive sort of warehouse with all this racking up loads of sort of um, rows of racking with all these like orbs on them sort of like glass balls with spells in or whatever and um, it's a pretty pretty fantastic scene and one of the displays at the Harry Potter world was these plastic orbs and it was like saying these were made for that scene basically and they made 15,000 of them 
but unfortunately they were never used because they decided to do it in CGI instead. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> You're just thinking, shit, 15,000 of these things made. But there were loads of things like that where they'd spent ages and loads of people did loads of work mm. only for it never to be used, you know. But uh, or, or perhaps it was used as, um, you know, filmed and then used in CGI. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, no, it's good. Other than that, it's been a fairly busy couple of weeks, I suppose. Have you... uh, what have you achieved work-wise? Well, it's been, I think I said last time, I've got a long list of features that I've promised customers that I need to get done, basically. Um, so they'd been on the back burner a bit, really. I also tried to get new customers, but I've realized that when you promise somebody something and it's two months later, you probably should get on it. <laughs> so I've spent a lot of time working on those uh, features. And that's been good, but it's been slow going. Um, I've managed, I've not done much in the way of following up on the leads I should have done. I've got these tasks flashing at me saying I need to follow up this lead, I need to follow up this lead, and I've not done them yet, so I'll probably try and get to those next week. But I've uh, I've managed to do three demos, and of those, two of them have agreed to sign up. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's really good. And the third one is really interested as well, but there are a few specific features they need that are already on my list of things to do, but they're not done yet. Um, mm. So she basically said, get back to me when you've done them. We'll have another demo and then we'll make a decision then. So potentially three out of three, if that goes well. Yeah. Which is so really how many, what will that take you up to? Well, it'll... Um, so I've got six leads sat in the sort of CRM that are set to become customers. So they've all said they want to use the system. Three of them I'm about to get on board in the next week or so. Um, so, I mean, it'll take me up to about £500 a month. Wow, that's very good. Yeah, which is good. It's good. Um, it, feels like, it feels like a lot of effort to get there, but I think it's good and, you know, it's going the right direction. So, mm. yeah, that's really good. Cool. Yeah. One now, of the, now for hockey stick growth then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, one of the things that's been a problem is that um, the customers, so I've got a few that have been waiting to come on. I've been talking about them for, for well, literally months now, actually. And there just seems to be this sort of disconnect. They all, they're all really keen to get going with the system. And I've mentioned before that you know the the admin and setting them up is done by me basically at the moment. So I get the information from them, and then I get it into the system, and then they're off and running. And that's a massive block at the moment. Is I send them the spreadsheets to fill in, and you know they start doing that work and I've, it's not like I've left them alone I've been following up at least once a week saying how's it going can I help with anything yada, yada. and they just say oh we're still doing it still doing it and it just seems to be difficult for them to find the to find the time to do it um, and that's what's been holding up most of this stuff so like I say I've got six in the um, in the list and they're all just at the stage of needing to fill in these documents and they don't seem to be able to do it um, so I had a I had a mastermind call earlier on today and was talking about this and it just sort of hit me as we were talking and, and the guys were sort of giving me advice that I'm, it's obviously the way I'm doing it isn't, isn't right, you know. Um, if it's taking this long for some of them to get on board, I need to rethink it. And so one of the things that I think I'll have to do is come up with some sort of defined process where I say, okay, now you've agreed to come on board, let's schedule these calls in. And rather than rely on them to fill in the spreadsheets, actually do it on the phone, you know. Mm. So set up maybe two or three milestones where we have a telephone call for 15 minutes, half an hour, and literally we just talk it through there and then and get it done. Yeah. And that way it 
it means you know you're more likely to do it if you've blocked a half hour call in your diary rather than mm. oh I've got a spreadsheet to fill in at some point so I think I'm going to change the way I do things and do that from now on yeah that's a good idea yeah because it's just um, when I look back at because you know what it's like you know you, you're working and you're getting things done and so you're just going from day to day and time's just flying by and then you look back and you think god that was like eight weeks ago when we agreed to do this and, and it's still not happened so I just need to get on top of it I think and, and, and focus on that yeah, so that was a, a bit of a disappointment this morning, but now I feel positive about it because I can do something about it. Mm. Yeah, good. Yeah. So what have, other than the, the golf, have you managed to get much else in? Well, I guess um, I've put the uh, the project a week thing on hold, obviously, for that week while I was playing golf. Yeah. Um, well, the, the following... So there's two things, I guess, that have happened. On the, on the Friday after the podcast, we've uh, we've actually bought a house. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> you don't muck about, do you? <laughs> no, I can't. I just tried while you were speaking. I was just thinking through the, the Fridays and going, "Well, yeah, it must have been the last time that we actually spoken to the podcast." Um, I didn't yeah, even so know in the you afternoon, were looking. yeah. So, go on, sorry. I didn't even know you were looking. Oh no, you you were, weren't you? Yeah, I remember you saying. Actually, yeah, yeah, we've been looking for quite a while, to be honest. Like, right. well, almost since like we've been here a month and we decided we were going to stay here. We thought, well, we might as well start looking at what's here. Yeah, but we just hadn't managed to find, you know, the right combination of what we wanted. Um, and we were happy with where we were renting, and it's a long-term rent if we wanted it. So we were, you know, we knew we could take our time. Um, and there is just kind of, it's about, you know, 15 minute walk out of, or the 15 minute walk from the beach, I'll say. Mm. There's a new Bovis development at the top of the hill in Bude. And, uh, I'd driven around there a couple of times, um, having a look and so on. And Steve, who's from the co-working space or runs a co-working space, sorry, he's got a house there as well. So we've been talking about it backwards and forwards and so on. And, uh, you know, eventually when I kind of sat down and thought about it and, you know, what I'm going to be doing for the next 10 years in terms of looking after three young kids and stuff and not having much time for DIY, it kind of made sense to to buy a new house that's got the new house guarantee and all that kind of stuff. So if there are any issues, we can just get them sorted out right. and not to worry about doing them. Um, and so we went up to Bovis and again, from talking to Steve and stuff, he's like, I reckon you can get a real good deal now if you put an offer in because December is the end of their financial year. Uh, okay. Um, and I'd known that the sales of their new houses had slowed down a bit as well since the summer and the whole Brexit worry and all that kind of stuff. And mm. we've got our mortgage pre-approved. We had, we're, cause we're keeping the house in Reading to rent out. We're not, um, there's no chain or anything like that. Yeah. And so we just went in, gave the reasons of why we were putting in the offer. We did kind of weren't expecting it to be accepted, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, so I, it was almost just like location, location. I was sat in a pub on Friday evening. <laughs> a beer with the guys from the co-working space and uh, yeah, the lady rang up to say that they'd accepted the offer and she was even shocked as well because it had to go above her and go to go above like the regional sales director even to like a higher director than that to approve it so wow uh, so yeah so we've got a house <laughs> fantastic so um, i guess there's no no holding you back on moving in is there well no it's not going to be built or finished till january oh okay and again that was one of the the kind of attractive things we said because we said we can c- complete or exchange contracts uh in 2016 so within your financial year but we don't have to actually move in until january or whenever you are whenever it's finished to be mm-hmm. honest so um i guess we're more flexible than most people could be um so yeah brilliant oh that's good well uh, and it's got a spare bedroom for you as well martin so when you do get around to coming down to visit we'll have uh, somewhere to put you up oh well that's swung it then yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so i guess um in terms of work and stuff that's kind of I've been do since that I was accepted. Then there's a whole, you know, 
sorting out the mortgage stuff and doing the paperwork and what have you um, and trying to find a solicitor and I guess that's just apart from a bit of maintenance stuff I've been doing on Vachico's Pro each morning I guess that's kind of taken my main you know main centre of attention at the moment right so yeah focusing on that uh, I did have a bit of a time I was spent on sanitycheck.io so that was a broken link checking tool that I built kind of last the last effort of Mega Maker build a product or something every week yeah um, and this comes back to uh, the podcast a little while ago about, remember, SSL certificates and ciphers? Oh, yeah. And so I don't understand the depths of ciphers and all this kind of stuff, but I built it and put this tool up. Uh, it's just a C-sharp console application that was doing the actual checking of the links, you know, kind of running in the background. And it was just on a really old server I had because it wasn't being used for anything. It was a Windows 2003 server. Right. And on some sites, on some HTTPS sites, it was just getting um, connection errors, timeout issues, but they were coming back like straight away. It wasn't like waiting for 40 seconds and timing out. And um, there's a provider called Cloudflare. I don't know if you've heard of them. That I've heard of them, yeah. It sits in front of websites and kind of, um, you know, caches all the images and CSS and all that kind of stuff and it's supposed to speed them up. And it's supposed to also um, stop, you know, uh, denial of service attacks and stuff like that. Right, yeah. So I got a bit misled and I thought that Cloudflare was the issue and was stopping you know, me from crawling these URLs and stuff. Um, but it turned out, because I tried it on a different server, which was Windows 2008, and that improved, it got less errors. And I was just trying to browse to the sites in Internet Explorer, I think it was, because Chrome and Firefox, you know, if I just manually went on to the, to the site on those, on those servers, it was working fine. Mm. But on one particular instance, I went and it, IE came up with something about SSL TLS 2 or 1 not being supported or something like that. Yeah. And so I started Googling around, and it turns out that the older servers, Windows 2003 and 2008, don't support or don't make the requests in the correct way, something to do with the SSL ciphers. Oh, and so I hosted a new Windows 2016 server on Azure or Azure, and it all just worked perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> and so I must have spent like three or four days, you know, fiddling around with bloody things, trying to figure out why these requests weren't working and why they were timing out instantly. Yeah. Um, and it ended up being because of bloody old server operating systems. Oh, God. Frustrating. And it was, it's frustrating as well because obviously you start off a crawl and you've got to wait for it to actually encounter these errors or, you know, try and fool it into making the, the, the erroneous calls early mm. or something. Um, so yeah, I guess I wasted three days on that, and then, uh, but it's all working now. Oh, cool. But good. So, so have you done much work on it then, or have you just been mainly sort of trying to diagnose these problems? Well, I spent a week trying to diagnose the problems, and then the last week I've kind of have been crawling a few sites to do some more tests to make sure it does work okay. Mm. Um, and it does seem to. And you know, every site I've tested has come back with errors, link errors. Um, and so the people I know, I've generally been testing people's sites who I know. Um, and I've sent them the link reports of these errors, but you know I don't know whether people actually care enough to fix them. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone, everyone I've sent a report over to, like, oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, yeah, I get those fixed. I bet if I recrawl their site, they've done nothing about it. <laughs> I bet you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, not uh, having 404 issues is it, or link errors, broken links. You know, if it's on mass, isn't is an issue. But if you've got just two or three across a website, I guess you're probably not really that bothered. It's not going to make you an extra thousand pounds a month is it by fixing those broken links no, um, no. so yeah what about the SSL problem have you uh, built something in now to detect that well no because I'm running on Windows Server 2016 and it supports latest 
ciphers and all that kind of stuff it just works fine right. yeah so there's no issue now. just wondering if that was something you could detect and sort of highlight as well um yeah maybe yeah but, <laughs> but yeah i mean it's just well even just well because this week i've been trying to sort out solicitor stuff and yeah together all the documentation you need for mortgages and stuff but what what it, I've, yeah i haven't had time to do another week project is what i'm basically getting down to oh, okay but it's led to more frustration in terms of i guess one thing that has come out of this is i i did a report i checked steve's uh he owns a digital agency the chap from the co-working space i checked his website sent him his report over he's like yeah that's really cool and then the stuff i've been doing with voucher codes pro about click-through rates and so on um i said oh, let me have a look at your google webmaster tools and see if you know there's some scope for you improving your click-through rates too and there was massively just from like a very quick quick glance i could see and um this led to Steve going on a massive rant about SEO agencies and how crap they are. <laughs> <laughs> how he's paying money to SEO agencies and they're just not doing what he wants them to do and the reports he doesn't understand that he's getting back and all this kind of stuff. Mm. And then he's a digital agency, so he does the web design, build, all that kind of stuff. Technical on-page SEO is, you know, fine. But then his clients are asking for ongoing SEO help and paperclip help and Facebook advertising and stuff. And he's saying, you know, he, he's got no one to refer these clients to because he's referred them to people before and they've just either bulged it up or, you know, lost the account eventually and so on. And so it was a long rant about, you know, SEO and online marketing firms. And I'm kind of sitting there going, well, you know, this is what I do. I kind of... Yeah, you're getting tempted. Yeah, I know. It's just, it just puts me back in the same situation of being annoyed with myself and not being able to make my mind up of what to do. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, well, just as a reminder, I remember when you started to do this before, you started to get frustrated about being on the sort of the end of the string for customers, sort of, you know, uh, yeah. it's consultancy, isn't it, sort of thing. So That's kind of what I went back to Steve with and said, and yeah, he agreed, and because obviously he's building websites for people, you know, he's on that, he experiences that, but also to a certain degree, he said about it, it's about finding the right customers, really, because mm. the ones that are, you know, good customers and work well with you, you know, you don't really get that kind of hassle from. That's true, it's, yeah. It's the customers that think you're their only, they are your only customer that mm. are the ones you issues. But I don't know. I uh, I could do a two weeks off and just going away and thinking about stuff, I think. Yeah. But, well, it's going to be a bit busy for you, isn't it, really now with moving house? Yeah, well, that won't be till January, I don't think. Mm. And we're only moving up the road, literally, so that won't be too much work, especially mm. as we decluttered last time when we moved and packed up and stuff. And I guess with it being a new house, there's nothing uh, to worry about too much when you get in. No, no. Oh, and another thing outside of work that's been going on is we've finally rented our house out in Reading, so... Oh, cool. Dealing with all the paperwork for that as well, so... I guess life has been full of non-work stuff at the moment. It's <laughs> 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 the best way to describe it. <laughs> yeah. Well, good to get all that settled down, though, in January. You'll be, you'll be it will, and yeah. Maybe in January I can then first... Like, it'll be a clean start, clean house. New, a clean house. <laughs> new, <laughs> yeah, that's new the... house, but it will be clean a bit, as well, That's a bit of an extreme <laughs> way of cleaning the house to move. <laughs> Cool. And uh, perhaps just from now until December, I should just do nothing apart from maintaining Vouchercos Pro and keeping that ticking over. And uh, have you had any um, additional feedback on that from the sort of Google update? No, not really. I mean, the site's doing quite well at the moment, but again, that's mostly a seasonal update now because everyone's doing their Christmas shopping. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's ticking along, doing well. It's more than covering its costs now, so that's good. Excellent. Uh, yeah, good stuff. That's it yeah. from me. I warned you I didn't have any work updates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've just, I mean, I've got one other thing that I've been working on this week is um, one of the people I met at the exhibition that I did was from a council um, and they don't have their own clubs that they run, but they obviously sort of coordinate things for, for all the clubs in their area. 
and they're running some of these sort of briefings. They've got five briefings for not just out-of-school clubs, it's for sort of all children's care sort of organisations. And he asked me to put together some sort of information about why um, out-of-school clubs would benefit from a system like Kids Club HQ. And so I sort of said, yeah, okay, I'll do that. And um, so I've been working on putting together just a few slides about the sort of benefits of a system and what it could provide you. And um, also a few de demo videos of, you know, these sorts of features that a system could provide you in action, which of course has got the logo plastered all over it and all that sort of thing. So mm. that's been... It was one of those things where I thought it may end up being a waste of time because I don't think they get a lot of people at these briefings. Um, but equally, it means I've actually sat down and produced some videos which I can pr probably use on the website. So, Yeah, definitely. I was going to say it's about repurposing that material. Exactly, for, yeah, exactly. So I tried to make it as generic as possible for um, so I can get it on the website. Uh, so I've got those to go now as well, so that was good. Excellent. So time-consuming, though. It's, it's um, I, I mean, I... I I should have got some paid somebody to edit them, really, rather than try and chop them up myself. But I just just sat down for an afternoon and did it all. Um, they're not exactly what you call high quality, but something's better than nothing, I think. Mm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, so that's been that's been alright. Cool. Have you got any plans for bonfire night? Uh, there's fireworks going on tonight, I think, on the rugby ground, which is I can literally see looking out the window now. So. We uh, we'll probably be stingy and just go stand in our driveway and watch. Them. <laughs> I think it will cost like bloody twenty quid for us all to go. So yeah. I think we will just watch them free. <laughs> so I'll sit indoors and stay in the warm. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, <laughs> well, because I think Isabel has really been old enough to understand or you know appreciate fireworks before. So it could well be that she doesn't even like them. Oh right, yeah. so it's not worth going and paying twenty quid to go and watch them, and then she turns around and says after ten seconds she wants to go home. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How about you? Are you doing anything? Well, not actually, no. We usually try and find... There's, there's loads of local displays going on that we could go to, but I think we've just got quite a lot of sort of, um, you know, usual sort of stuff going on this weekend, so we just haven't bothered organising anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit Everyone's letting them off, aren't they? So <laughs> yeah, exactly. This weekend. And Lois is going to Cubs now, and on Monday, she goes to Cubs on Monday, and, and they're having a, a bonfire night thing on Monday, so that'll, that'll be all right. Oh, nice. That'll be good. Yeah, that'll be good. And talking of bonfire night, I wonder how many Donald Trump... Um, Guy Fawkes is there are. <laughs> God, the whole world's gone mad, hasn't it? It's the election next week as well, isn't it? The US mm -hmm. election. Yeah. Yeah. Well, was the whole Brexit court thing going on yesterday as well? I know, and, I know. Uh, it's just mental. God, if Trump gets in, I was saying to someone the other day, you know, if you just sat down at the start of 2016 and said these are the things that are going to happen, you'd have never believed it, would you? No, I don't think you would. No, I think it, it's been a real shocker this year. That's the thing about Trump as well. I mean, I, I, you like to think he won't get in, but. The way things have gone recently, you're just thinking, mm. who knows? Who knows? But uh, yeah, that'll be interesting to see you next week. Yes, I dare not watch it, I think. <laughs> is it Tuesday, Tuesday night? I think it is, yeah, I can't remember. Um, what day? Yeah, it is, because it's the 8th, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'll stay up and watch it. I'll probably just get the shock in the morning again, like I did last time. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I haven't, have you got any stuff or anything? So I haven't done anything else, really, apart from this uh, this work business. No, no, I'm all out of stuff this week as well. Yeah, okay. Well, I guess it's going to be a fairly short podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Funny thing, actually. I was just listening to the podcast just uh, just now, just before we did this one, last week's one, just to refresh my mind of what we, we spoke about and stuff. And uh, I had it on uh, 1.5 speed, so it was a uh, bit quicker. Yeah. And uh, so forth, and she's like, wow, do you speak that fast on a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, me and Martin, once we get going, like rattling away. A couple of cups of coffee and we're off. 
Brilliant. Okay. All right then. We'll have a um, great couple of weeks. Yeah, hopefully they'll be a bit more productive. Yeah, well, yeah, be good. It's been quite productive, though, thinking about it, buying a new house and all that. That's not yeah, it's just, yeah, work-wise, product- productivity hasn't been great, has it? Yeah. But personal life productivity, I guess, has been. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. All right, speak to you soon. Okay, cheers, Martin. Cheers. Bye. Bye.